Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8 and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Kirby's Dreamland 2. Kirby's Dreamland 2 was released in March of 1995 in Japan, in May of 95 in North America, and in July of 95 in Europe. All right, not too not too far behind there for once. No, not at all. This was developed and programmed by HAL Laboratories. Of course. Yeah, same as the other Kirby's and, you know, a very uh, long-standing Nintendo relationship with this company. And of course, this was published by Nintendo for the Game Boy and Super Game Boy. Mm. So this cartridge is compatible with the Super Game Boy, and if you put it in the Super Game Boy, you get extra sounds, you get a unique palette oh. for each level, and the ending is in full color. Oh, wow. Uh, did you uh, play this on Super Game Boy? I did get to play the very end of it on, oh, okay. on Super Game Boy. Uh, a friend of ours had gotten me one, and he managed to deliver it for me uh, right before I went through the very end of the game. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, it worked out quite well, so I was able to see... <laughs> The beautiful rainbow at the end. So, Nick, what kind of game is Kirby's Dreamland 2? Well, uh, it's uh, yet another uh, side-scrolling uh, kind of platform game. Platform action game, I guess. Uh. I would agree entirely. You are, again, Kirby in his uh, third side-scrolling adventure. Yeah, and so this is the third one. Yes. Okay. There was the original Kirby's Dreamland for Game Boy, and then we covered the second one for the Nintendo Okay. This is the true sequel here, Kirby's Dream Land 2. Right, right. Back on Game Boy. Okay. I wasn't sure about the lineage there because, you know, I, I never played any Kirby games before uh, be, uh, doing this podcast, so. <laughs> well, a lot of his uh, powers are back. A lot of the things you can do have returned. You can always suck up enemies. Yeah, yeah. Same as uh, before. Mm -hmm. And you can still fly, fly around. And, you know, air puffs, you can still breathe those out. Just you to... can exhale that air and... You maybe hurt an enemy with it. You can still suck up enemies and then absorb their attacks. Right, right. Or you can shoot them out. So if you don't want to take their power, you can shoot them out and they're just a big old star. That will hurt an enemy as well. Yeah, standard Kirby fair. Yeah, but what makes this game different is there is one new mechanic. And that is Kirby has a group of animal friends that help you out on this adventure. Yeah, you got three uh, buddies. Uh, you know, you have uh, Rick the Hamster. Uh, Kind the Fish, and Koo the Owl. Yeah, and they're all pretty cool. You ride them, kind of, except for the fish. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they all give you um, one special power, but if you suck up an enemy while you are using a creature, then you have a new combo power. Yeah, and uh, so one of the ways this differs from at least uh, Kirby's Adventure is that instead of... Bef you know, Kirby's Adventure, I think you had... Wow, like 24 powers? Yeah, there were get. a lot of powers to get. But now you're down to eight. Mm -hmm. However, um, no matter what uh, power you have, when you uh, use one of your three animal companions, you then it has a new ability to it. Yeah, so I think this is a great time to go over what powers are returning and then how those powers are affected once you're using one of the animals. Sounds good. So the returning abilities are the following. There is, of course, the cutter. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. One of 
one of my favorites from before and again in this game. Uh, yeah, you're basically throwing a blade. Yeah, a little spinning blade that boomerangs back to you. Now, the enemy that throws it, it's actually the top of his centurion helmet that he takes off and throws at you. Oh, right. Okay. I never... I didn't piece that together, but I see it now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when you do it, it's just a blade you throw out. It's really useful, though. One of my favorites. Up next is the fire ability. Yeah, or burning. I think that's what they call it in the in the manual. Mm-hmm. And both of those are, are very inaccurate because it really should be called the fireball ability. Yeah. No, I know because it like... Uh, you Turns do you the... into a fireball. Yeah. And then you dash across the screen while you're in fireball state. You're invincible and you hurt all of the things around you or the, yeah. that come in contact with you. And you're fast. And I mean, you can do it kind of unlimitedly in the air. So you can really blast through some areas uh, quickly. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Much like, uh, again, before. Yeah, this is, I think, my favorite uh, one to just burn through a level with. No pun intended. <laughs> now, uh, the opposite of that would be the ice power. Yeah, so the ice power is uh, an ice breath. You can either aim it to the left or the right. When you are uh, breathing it, you can't move, but you will turn the enemies into a block of ice. So that's super helpful. Yeah, and uh, um, and then you can kick the blocks around. Yeah, and um, those blocks will become projectiles, and then those can hurt other enemies. So their usefulness is exponential. Yes, sir. Uh, following that, we have the needle ability. Yeah, another returning hit, just uh, you know, spikes all around. Uh, pretty standard. Yeah, this is probably my least least favorite. I didn't use it much unless it was required. It's totally passive, so you have to just kind of let the enemies run into you. That's if, why I don't like it as much. If it's all you got, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then there's my son's favorite, the parasol. It's up there. It's a it's a really good one, actually. Well, uh, in this game, it definitely is, because you don't have a sword. Right, So yes. this is the sword. Yeah. Uh, it acts just like one. Mm -hmm. But it still also protects you from things that fall from above. As well as extending your jump, kind of. You get the float down. Mm -hmm. which is uh, also helpful, even though, I mean, you are Kirby, so you can just fly usually. And then I think this is the only thing that can break cloud blocks, maybe? Oh, yeah. I, there are a bunch of different types of kind of blocks that can only be destroyed Broken. by certain weapons. Right, yeah, or elements, per yeah. se. Yeah, And then following that, we have the spark ability. Now, that is the area effect. Okay. It is a field of sparks that come around you, electricity, and it will shock anything that comes into that field. It's just like before, kind of, you know, from yeah. Kirby. It's still yeah. still kicking. But do you prefer that one to the, uh, to the needle? Um, eh, I, I don't really go near both of them. I, I like to, I don't like to have to stop moving to, you know. Well, then how do you feel about the stone ability? Because that's up next. Probably my least favorite. I, I rarely really? used it, yeah. Even I mean, in Smash Brothers? Yeah, well, um, well, in Smash Brothers, I guess it's kind of different. But, uh, <laughs> but in this game, uh, you turn into a rock. And if you're in the air, you fall down and crush what's below you. Or if you are on a hill, you will roll down that hill, crushing everything in your path. Yeah, if there are certain areas that are kind of built for it that you can go flying down hills and inclines. And uh, that's where, you know, I'll use it then. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I ditch it as soon as I can, unless I need it. Now, obviously. you are invincible while you are in rock mode. Yeah, which is which is nice. It is nice. Um, every time I tried to use this against the boss, though, I ended up just hurting myself. Yeah, I, I I never really got much out of it. That's why I don't I'm not I don't hate it or anything. <laughs> and those are the the powers. Much shorter list than last time. Yes. Now, what makes it different though is the friends you you find on the way. Yeah, they each tweak each of the powers their own uh, a little bit. Mhm. Mm and uh, the first friend we're going to talk about is Koo, Koo the owl. Yeah, um 
probably my favorite one. I mean, you yeah. can fly, so <laughs> well, even can... easier than before, though. Right. He gives you really cool special flying powers. In fact, I think my favorite power in the game is a coup power. We'll get to it here. Ooh. But yes, his natural ability, if you have nothing going on, and you're just you and coup, is that he lets you fly easier. You don't have to you know, do your flutter. Your little flappy, yeah. And he has comes with some of the best music as well, I think. Yeah, he does have some great music. He has some pretty sweet, like, it's one of the more, like, I get, hardcore, I guess, for Kirby, but it's like, it's more like action, you know, you're like, yeah, man, I'm flying, flying in mm-hmm. for the kill. Now, if you have Koo and you get the cutter ability, you get the tri-blades. Which is awesome. It's probably my, I use this, whenever I got this, I just hung on to it as long as I could. It is really cool. And it's, you know, basically what you'd think, you have three cutter blades and they come out at kind of a small spread yeah there's you know it's just the three of them they go they shoot forward and uh yeah once uh once you get the cutter uh and you have coup then you're really blasting away man uh you feel like you're in gradius or something just tearing through these levels uh it's really empowering and because you have like full screen range and generous hit you know now you can't shoot behind you but it doesn't matter because you're blasting away so hard forward and i think uh you can also use this under underwater but it shortens the range of it just a, a tiny bit all right, now if you combine the fire ability and coup, you get the fireball thrust. Yeah, it's a pretty cool kind of meteor look. That's what I thought of is, you know, you strike downward at an angle. Yeah, it's like a downward meteor. Uh, didn't find it that useful, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean. I mean more so than normal fireball. Right, yeah. Uh, I think it can be used to pass through ice walls, so that is its main bonus. Yeah, true, true. Now, after that, we have the ice power plus coup. Another weird one. This gives you the directional ice breath so it's like when you're flying you start breathing ice and you can aim it at like a like a turret underneath you okay swinging you know, back and forth now that you mentioned i'm like i don't know if i ever got this uh and i don't recall you how... slowly fall as you're shooting the ice breath out. oh okay weird I... not not too amazing on any any way shape or form i didn't use the ice much at all to be honest but... now what about the needle power with uh coup um, I mean, I didn't go out of my way to get it. It's all right. I mean, cause at least, you know, it, you, you spike out on, from the bottom of coup. So mm-hmm. it's like you're flying along and then you have spikes facing down that you can ram into guys or what, whatnot. Yeah. And the problem is you have to get right on them. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like I actually like it a little better than normal needle for what it's worth. Okay. Well now, how do you feel about the combo of parasol and coup? Oh, this one's great, man. That's right. It's the <laughs> whirlwind, and I, I love this one a lot. It's like, I was nervous at first because I was, you know, you just spin around. It's like the parasol's up top, right? And yeah. You, the, you and Koo spin around, but you're like invincible while you do it. It'll just hurt guys. You just fly through them and kick their butts. And you have a lot more control than you think you will. Yeah, yeah. You know, usually when you're doing that spinny top stuff in a game, it throws you all over the place. Right, this, right. You can really, you know, decide who you're going through. Now, this is my favorite, the Spark plus Koo. Or the lightning bolt power. Oh yeah, where it shoots vertically down underneath yeah, you. Yeah, you're just you are just dropping one continuous stream of lightning below you. Yeah, you and know it is awesome. It's uh, kind of similar to Pikachu in Smash Brothers as well. Mm-hmm. You know how he is, except you're above it. But it, it's fun. To, it's a lot of fun to just fly over things and just. Yeah, it's it's really awesome, and you just have to stay at the top of the screen, and you'll destroy anything below you. So that's pretty cool. Now, not as cool. Uh, stone and cool. <laughs> yeah. I think this is almost identical. I, right, I can't tell uh, any difference. I was going to say, like I said, I, I don't use stone much to begin with. So, All right. Well, those are all of the abilities for Koo, the owl. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have a, a little bit of a stranger relationship. 
And that's between Kirby and Kine, the fish. Yeah, yeah, you're inside the fish's mouth. Yeah, and it's it's kind of awkward looking. It is awkward looking, but um, it does mean that you can swallow enemies while you're underwater, which you normally cannot do. Right. Now, when you're on land, Kine is uh, kind of a pain in the butt. You're flopping around. Like, you do get a pretty generous jump but in, in a weird way. Your normal walk is really awkward and, and very short, slow. But as you said, in water, that's where Kine really shines, of course. And you can inhale enemies while in water. That's great. You're not using your water spout attack. Now, the first combo I want to talk about is Kine plus Cutter. Yeah, you get a weird kind of like, it looks like a sound wave almost comes out the well, front. Well, it's called or... the Sonic Attack. Yeah, son, it's... Uh, it yeah, looks it, like you're shooting a Wi-Fi symbol. A little wave. Uh, it gets bigger as it kind of goes away to... It reaches a maximum width or uh, at some point, but it's it's all right. Um, not as good as Koo's uh, Cutter, I don't think. Well, okay, what do you think about Kine and Fire? The Fireball. I don't remember this one, actually. Well, basically, you shoot out a slow, big fireball in front of you. And you can have oh, three on screen at a time. Okay, I, maybe I didn't get that. I, I don't recall seeing it, to be honest with you. It's not that good because it's so slow. I barely, I don't know. I used kind as little as possible. Not, I don't know. It was just like, if you have to, you, I used him, but. What about ice and kind? Is that just the field yes. around you? Okay, that's okay. But if you hold it too long, uh, you will get frozen in a block of ice yourself. Oh, that's a neat little touch, but. Now, the key is you just tap your button and it won't matter. Right. And then this power is actually like a superpower, because if you do that, you can just run along and freeze anything that comes near you and then knock them away. That's cool. Okay. So this is actually one of the best powers in the game. Huh. I I mean, I had it, but I never really abused it much, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you can go up against anything with it, as long as it's not a mini boss or a boss, you know. But then you have a needle in kind. Which is, you know, blowfish city, kind of, is what you'd expect. Yeah, but you know, when you really start to think about it, you are needling inside Kine, and your needles are then shooting out of him. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and if you look closely, he looks sad. Oh, well, that's that's a good thing I didn't use it much, because I didn't think about it, but it is a cruel power. And it works uh, the same as, as needle, as far as I could tell. Yeah, same here. Now up next, we have Parasol and Kine, and that is the Parasol Poker. Yeah, it like sticks out the mouth in the front, kind mm -hmm. of. It's pretty meh. I feel like it's worse than than the standard parasol. I agree. I, I thought the same thing. But then you have Spark and Kine. This was my favorite of his. Uh, uh, this is, I think, my son's favorite in the game. Oh, yeah. And as some of you may know, he is a big Kirby fan. In fact, he, he was pointing out the names of many of these enemies for me uh, as good, we went through. I, there's, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I forgot them all. Oh, nice. So, uh, But this is um, really amazing. You have a light bulb. That pops out of the fish's mouth. Yeah, and you can shoot it out. And it lights up the room. Yes. Or you can shoot it and or, like we should say, mm -hmm. you can shoot it out like a missile. Yeah, and there are certain rooms that are kind of dimly lit. They just look kind of dark with little minimal details, backgrounds, you know. And when you have this, at least with kind, they're almost all underwater, right? Or in, yeah. in his levels. They, uh, you know, it reveals the background. Sometimes there's doors or hidden things. And I think this even explodes upon impact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. It's pretty strong, I think, all uh, around. If I remember right. The final power to combine with Kine is the stone power. And that's when you become the stonefish. I don't remember this one either. Do you have to? Is it a required use some point, maybe? Uh, no, it is literally um, just like stone, except yeah. for you're turning into the stone inside the fish. <laughs> so he's like crying. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Poor so, Kine, man. He's really taking one for the team. He is. But you know, 
He's done for now, and we get to move on to our final friend, my favorite, just because of how cute he is, and that is Rick the Hamster. Yeah, I, I like Rick the Hamster as well. He uh, reminds me of Hamtaro in he a good way. <laughs> almost identical to Hamtaro. And uh, he, uh, he has some uh, pretty good music, too. Uh, mm. Now, one cool thing about him is that he does not slip on ice. Yes. And winds don't push him around as much either. Right. Well, I guess that's something we didn't mention about Kine. There are some water currents that only he can swim against. Okay. And I think maybe air currents for the bird guy? Yeah, I think there, there's a couple levels at the end where you kind of need him to get somewhere. All right. Well, let's start with Cutter and Rick gives you the boomerang. Yeah. Um, Kirby actually becomes a little boomerang that you throw. It's super cute. It is. And it's a it's a very weird weapon because it always stays in front of you. Like if you jump while you have him in the air, he kind of scales up to you, uh-huh. you know, and returns to uh, Rick. Yeah. It's very weird and hard to control or aim, I should say. But um, it's just not that strong. Not, not yeah. that useful. It's a... Uh... I feel like it's got enough of a uniqueness to it to where I'm like, I bet if you like took a little time to master this, it'd be really useful in certain areas. But it kind of is counterintuitive to the way you're used to using cutters, so I, I kind of shied away from it. Did you shy away from Rick and the fire ability? No, I use this one a lot. A.K.A. Uh, the flamethrower. Yes, uh, you can, you know, you get a little, you know, up and down kind of spray of, of flames that come out as long as you keep holding the button. Yeah, it's pretty useful, pretty awesome. Now, uh, you also have an ice power with Rick, the ice shield. Is this just the same as Kynes? Yeah, pretty much. I feel like, okay, like I used it a little bit, but not not too much. I think it's pretty much like Kynes, except for you don't turn to ice. Right. Does it freeze people around you? I think so, but again, I don't don't remember getting this one very often. Yeah, I I mean, it's one of those ones I kind of, I skipped past it a lot, no matter who I was using. So I'm not that I'm not that familiar with ice, man. All right. Well, how familiar are you with the combo of needle and Rick? Uh, not too much. I don't. AKA even... the porcupine. Yeah. Do you just spike out on top of his back or something? Or yeah, if I remember right, that's pretty much it. And I think it's actually worse because it only is from the the back of you. Right. That's yeah. So your front is still uh, exposed. That's just ridiculous. Yes, it is. It's Rick ridiculous. No. Oh. Now, little less would be the parasol and Rick combo. Yeah, this one's like, it's okay. You do get the weird, like, upwards attack uh, kind of pose where you have the... Well, it's like you're in a circus act. Yeah, the umbrella's, you know, Rick's holding it up and then Kirby's a little ball on the point balancing there. Mm-hmm. But again, it's kind of weird. It's really only good for a few vertical areas. But even then, it's kind of hard to get used to. It's not. The, it's, a, it's a weird kind of uh, hitbox. Now, one of my favorites for Rick would be... Spark and Rick. What it, well, Spark and Rick, they call it the shock stream, but it is oh, yeah. a power you may remember it's from just the last the beam, It's right? the beam. Yes, yeah. I used uh I tried to hold on to this when I was using it as well. It is such a huge arc of damage that it does. I love it. It has it's some of the better range that you'll get with him as well. And you know, in the old Kirby, um the beam is my go to. Like if I have sure, to pick like sure. one I'm going with that beam if it's just a few of the simple people around. So I really know how to, to do it. Now, our last ability with Rick here is the stone ability. Yeah, another another one. Another well, stone. It's actually a little cooler than the others. I, I Again, I don't remember using it. I don't oh, well, this I one is, is awesome because Kirby turns into the rock and then Rick jumps on top of him. And like rolls along. And rolls along. Nice. So you can actually just keep, as long as it's uh, enemies that are on par with you on the same level, you'll just destroy them. Nice. So it is pretty cool and it looks really fun. So I really enjoy that. And you can roll over spikes with this one as well. Oh. Yeah. 
And uh, did we mention also that Rick doesn't slip on ice? Yes. We did? Okay, good. And Fed said that in the beginning. I'm just making sure. Cool. Just... Well, you know, Rick's, Rick's a cool guy, and we want to make sure we, we speak highly of all of his powers. Yeah, man. So there are, you know, a few other things that return from the earlier installments of the franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to find health drinks throughout yeah, the levels. Health drinks, tomatoes. And those health drinks, those are two hit points. And, you know, you start with a, a life bar of, what, six? Yes, six six units. And when you get hit, you lose one one bar of life, usually. Yes. Or the item you're using or the, the animal you're riding. Yeah, the animals have their own separate life bar, which is pretty cool. And like you said, the tomato returns, and that gives you full life. Full life. Um, you also find a bunch of hidden little small stars. Yeah, so every level has small stars in it. Does every level have seven? I don't know. I, I feel like... Or I mean, more maybe, than seven. Uh, maybe. Man, there's a lot of them in the early levels, I noticed. Uh, I do know that once you have seven, you get a one-up. Yeah, so you can get a lot of them. Um, this game is pretty generous with that stuff if you know what you're doing. Yes. Now, if you quit, though, even though it doesn't have a save file, it does not save the number of one-ups you have. Right. So just keep that in mind. Don't, yeah. You're in for a disappointment if you're hoarding men. Now, there is also the warp star, and that will warp you around, you know, from level to level. And then the final thing that is that is new to this game that you have to find, those are the rainbow drops. Yes. Uh, they were mentioned several points in the manual. Um uh, story-wise, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, you use them to form the get the rainbow sword at the end. Right. And there is one hidden on each island, and you need those to face the final, final boss. Otherwise, you'll get a false ending if you don't have right. all seven of them. Well, Nick, this is a first-party game. It is. It but is. But it is a Game Boy game. So I don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> is this a good manual or a bad manual? Um, it's it's a good one. Uh, Kirby's Dream Land 2 is uh, boasting a 26-page manual. Wow. Um, for the Game Boy. Yeah. it's uh, And it's black and white and red. Okay. So you get a lot of... I, at first, I was kind of like, why would they choose red? But it's you get a lot of pinks in there. So, okay. you know, it makes sense. And like other... Uh, Kirby manuals, uh, I at least I imagine. Um, it has lo- lots of good, like, first pretty art. You know, you get pictures of Kirby, and they're not just, like, recycled ones. You get all the his animal friends, you know, him doing the parasol pose with Rick, okay. etc. So, And, you know, lots of the, him using powers and stuff. Uh, you know, it goes through, explains, you know, all eight of the powers, at least for Kirby, anyways. Okay. Does it explain any of the crossover powers? Not really. Um, but it does go through, you know, it tells you about like, you know, Rick doesn't slip on ice, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if we mentioned that yet, but, um, uh, oh yeah. And other, other things, the items, um, it does give you several hints about getting the rainbow drops. There's one in each level. Make sure, you know, so. It, well, I can understand that. Cause if you don't, you know, you, you're missing out. Yeah. And they don't want you to get through and they, uh, close it out with class with, uh, one memo page. Oh, that's very nice because I can't imagine any reasons to use it for this game. <laughs> Unless you're writing down where the rainbow drops, maybe? What we're oh, okay, there you go. Or you know, what powers you would need when you go in that level. But yeah, so that's all she wrote. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Uh, None. I've never played this game before. All right. So <laughs> what about you, sir? I had purchased it for my son, apparently twice. Uh, mm-hmm. Once as a, the original Game Boy game. And then, again, as part of the Kirby 20th Anniversary Collection for Mm, the Wii. mm, Okay. Which is a great collection, by the way. If you are a fan of Kirby, I would totally recommend it. It has many Kirby games on there and a lot of history as well. Okay. Not not much about this one, though. 
Fair enough. <laughs> I, I did look. Uh, apparently, I did play this game when I bought it for him. I had my own save file, and I had made it about 25 to 30% of the way in. Oh, but all right. don't really remember it. I uh, erased that file and uh, started all over. Fresh start. So what is your more recent experience with this game, Nick? Um, I played it uh, five separate times. Mm-hmm. Um, beat, uh, you know, I beat like a first couple levels each time. Thought you were going to breeze through this one, huh? Uh, I did it first. Uh, I did eventually beat it, but, uh, you know, the first couple levels are, are short, so I thought the whole game would be that way. Yeah. So, But, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I play this game off and on for about a week. Um, thanks to the generous saving uh, abilities in it. Sure. I was able to play it on the go on my newer Game Boy Pocket. Played great on it. So I don't know exactly how many times I played it, because I would play it for a few moments waiting on kids to get out of school or yeah. whatnot. And then um, I did finish it up on the Super Game Boy, so I got to see that glorious full-color ending. Awesome. And um, you'll understand a little later why it was so glorious. So, not sure how many times I played it, but, um, you know, enjoyed every moment. Well, Nick, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I'd like to start by saying, if you did not think that Hal could keep the fidelity of Kirby from the NES game to the Game Boy game, you are so wrong. Yeah, I was expecting more, uh, a little more bite-sized Kirby than, than we got. It's like a, it's just a full-on Kirby game. And not only that, I mean, I think this game plays almost too good for a Game Boy game. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that. Like, it, it really doesn't feel. There was no point in this game where I was like, "Well, this isn't, you know, it's not up to the standards of the NES one." Exactly. I mean, the graphics are really tight, and there are just enough additions to the game and game mechanics to keep this game feeling fresh. Yeah, and it's uh, the level design is fair enough to where I never felt like the screen was too small, or mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. No, I thought they did a really good job of sizing all the enemies uh, to Kirby quite well. He is a great size, and they even managed to slip in some really fascinating backgrounds that I don't think I've ever seen on any other Game Boy. Yeah, game. Well, and. Uh, the music is really solid as well. Uh, several standout uh, tracks, like Red Canyon. I'll, I'll mention it again when we get there, but I really like the music for that level. It is a good one. Oh, well, I mean, again, about the music, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the game has solid music, but each, uh, depending on if you have a, a mount, so to speak, uh, you know, that changes the music as well also. So, you know, there's a lot more variety in there in ways where you don't really get sick of any one song. Oh, no, I agree. And even the songs you do hear a lot, like those uh, animal themes... They are a long enough loop, and they are varied enough. They don't get on your nerves, and they yeah. don't really even... Yeah, and I'll be honest with you. When I was looking at the the length of a lot of these songs, like I was really surprised at how some of them aren't that long, but they're just that solid, Like where I'm like, it's only 45 seconds, but it, it works. I never got... There was no point where the music ground on me. No, agreed. And I was listening to this game in headphones a lot, so mm. or Ooh. over the car stereo, oddly enough. So Oh, pumping it. All right. Yes. Well, I think it's time we take this game level by level, Nick. All right. Now, there are a lot of levels in this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we may not be very specific, but we definitely want to give you a feel of what's going on and what the different mini-bosses are you're going to be encountering along the way. Well, you have seven kind of worlds, so to speak, and then each one has uh, levels inside it. And, you know, the first two only have three, which, you know, I played them on the first night, and I was like, oh, I've already beat two of these worlds this game is it's almost over practically but then after that you know uh well really it's once you get to the fourth world uh, you know that one has four and fifth world has five sixth world has six and seven so what may be considered the back half is actually pretty heavy in content oh definitely 
Now, level one is the grassland. And I, I meant to make a note of this uh, across all the levels, but I didn't. So, sorry. But this level turns out to be yellow on the Super Game Boy. Oh, okay, okay. I did have a note that, you know, you have a kind of hub map, you know, that you starts with doors, you know, for every world. And, you know, there's a door for each one. But before that, there's like the world select screen. Mm-hmm. It shows and, all the islands. Yeah, they're all islands. And this one in particular, I think, since it's black and white, if you're playing it, you know, like I did, I didn't use uh, Super Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a big steak, I think. Oh. Because yeah, there's I like this that. white, the, the circle looks white where it's like, I think it's supposed to be a lake or something, but it, I don't know. I it looks like it the was... bone to you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Now this level is a, a welcome back to the land of Kirby. Yeah, you'll see a lot. What are the little uh, shy guy men? That's what I kept calling them, but you know what I mean? They're just like those little masked guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very common, you know, Kirby guy. You see them, those little witch broom people. Those are actually called uh, broom hats. Okay. Uh, that's a very... Uh, I think so. It's a, oh, well, a bit on the nose. I like it. And you have those little eggs with the chicks in them. I do feel kind of bad killing them, but, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it's funny. My son knows all the names to these, and... Uh... He would point it out, and I would try to remember it, but I'm doing a poor job now. Well, uh, Kirby's got a pretty uh, extensive rogues gallery. So, yes, they are known as broom hatters. Fascinating. And uh, you'll find them in this level. You will find um, the umbrella pretty close to the beginning. And you just kind of eased into it, getting used to the controls. Yeah, and uh, I believe, I mean, maybe not in the level 1-1, but in this first world, you're going to encounter all eight of your powers. That way you can really... Figure them out. In fact, well, I mean, here in, uh, you know, 1-2 is where you'll first, you know, you'll fight, uh, you'll get uh, Rick, your first animal friend, who you'll rescue from a little mini-boss. Now, that's in level 2. At the end of each level, though, you do have a, a mini-game, much like the earlier ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. The... Where you have to press A at the right time to bounce off. And what is that time, Eric? I think it's at the very bottom of the... Okay. Whatever the opposite of an apex I, man, is. Man, I was, I was really frustrated at the beginning because I was like, oh, yeah, I, I don't rem- I remember not knowing how to do it and then figuring it out. And then I went through the same process, and but I, I never really figured it out. It was like, sometimes I do pretty good. Sometimes I did terrible. I, yeah. The difference is in this one, um, there are power-ups you can get along the way to the top of the one-up podium. Yeah, so, you can get like a star, a tomato, right? There's a there's one up at the very top, right? Yeah. Okay. So I find this minigame a lot more rewarding than once in the past. Yeah, you can still get something if you're in the middle. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, as you said, you go on to level two and you find your first mini boss. I don't know what it is. It's it, a weird, like a fire, I just call it the fireball boss because he's like a, it looks kind of like black. a bomb. It looks like a black bomb, but it's like a fireball too. That's what I think of. I think of the uh, dust sprites from Totoro. I, I've never seen Totoro, man. Man, you're you're so missing out. <laughs> I no, believe me, I'm sure it's awesome. Anyways, now uh, it is a black spiky creature, and you know when it does basically the fireball attack. Yeah, it'll go back and forth, and it it'll knock a, a star out of the wall or something. Yeah, you know, it, when it slams hits. itself forward if it's trying to hit you. If you dodge it, it will hit the wall, and a star will pop out, and that's what you can consume and shoot back at him. Yeah, um, this guy actually, if you watch the attract mode, it shows the guy the person fighting this this little guy this boss Mm -hmm. um and they're using a fireball and blasting through him back and forth which you can use any kind of weapons they have a little life meter but i found in general the weapons you know the powers you use against the bosses usually aren't as strong as the stars no um you usually need to do three hits with a power to get the amount of damage you would do with one star shot Mm -hmm. at them sounds about right yeah that's that's the ratio I've, i've noticed but you know he only takes a few stars maybe four five 
Yeah, and I mean, there's a little uh, sack where you can see someone's tied up there at the top, and once you do beat him, he uh, he dies, a door appears, and the Boom. sack reveals Rick the hamster. Now, like the other games, you can suck in and absorb the powers of the mini bosses. Yeah, I think, and he even gives you fireball, right? Isn't that he gives you spark? Oh, okay, never mind. Because you get that, and then when you get Rick, that's when you can do your beam mm. right off the bat. Nice. And, you know, you got Rick, time to roll out and show this level who's boss. It's pretty linear, so you'll probably roll right through it. I mean, you have one three. The big news here, it's another, you know, uh, just more, kind of more of the same, you know, all solid, relatively easy grassland action. But this is where your first rainbow drop is hidden. Mm, yes. And you need that parasol. Yeah, this is, uh, generally I found, did you ever go into a approach a rainbow drop and be like i've already got the power i need like no. i'm ready to get yeah me either like you kind of always have to come back right yeah that's pretty much by design yeah and you're not penalized for leaving the level no i mean and, you know you can uh if, if you've beaten a level you can leave it at any point and you can always go back and revisit ones to get power just like in kirby's adventure so but you come back here with your parasol and since it's kind of in a circular room sort of you know you got to come up from the bottom so you need something that can attack vertically and that's where that parasol comes in yeah, break those blocks, get your drop. And move on. Now, after this, you got your big boss. Yeah, boss time. Now, the boss is in its own room, so you don't have to go through a whole level before you fight the boss. Yeah. One of the things I like about the Kirby series a lot. Uh, agreed. Who is this mysterious first boss? It's hard to recognize. There's a mask on. Uh, mask over the face of a tree. Some sort what, of large tree. What tree could this be? Well, a little ways into the fight, the mask falls off, <laughs> and it is revealed to be the one and only... Wispy Woods. Yeah. I'm, do you think that mask looks like a hospital mask or a yeah. doctor? Okay, that's what he's that's like. It's totally sick. a Japanese thing. Oh, what? Yeah. Remember they used to, they wear like the masks out and uh, when, if they're sick, it's like a, it's, it's a thing of politeness, I think. I, uh, I understand. Very courteous. Well, Keep your germs to yourself, Wispy Woods. Either way, you know, I, I love Wispy Woods. As time's gone on, he's really grown on. No, he's one of the classic uh, Kirby guys. I, I mean, even before I'd ever played it, I knew of him. I, you know, you see him, he's in almost, if not all the games, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's so goofy looking. That goofy nose. He's a big old tree. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it is a pretty uh, iconic and easy, like, where you're like, first boss. If, you've, if this is the first boss you've ever fought in any game, you'll know what to do. Yeah, I mean... Apples fall, suck them up, shoot them back at him. Yeah, and he does have some spikes that come out of the ground as root spikes or whatever. That's true. You avoid those, but it uh, doesn't take much. Now, you destroy him, and ta-da, you have beaten level one. And then you hop on your warp star. And you are treated to a little cutscene. There is a nice little cutscene between oh, each yeah. of the levels. Yeah, that's true. I forgot. You do have a little, yeah. It shows yeah. your guy move around. You kind of you encounter. You no, know, it shows you with your <clears throat> friend doing something. Your usually. animal friend, and you know, and that's just one of the many things in this game that really sets it as a notch above most Game Boy games, and I'd say really on par with many NES games. Well, I think uh, you know Kirby games come. There. It's not just the game. You also get the wrapping paper. Like they, they, there's a little extra layer of polish and glitz. Indeed. Now on to level two, the forest, the big forest, the big forest, and it is green. If you're playing on Super Game Boy. Appropriately so. Now, what's cool on the Super Game Boy is so the all the level will be green, but they have black and the black outline on Kirby. Oh, nice. And okay. other things. So it, I don't know if it was, you know, he's got a specific tone around him always, and so do the enemies. They just always know okay. that's black, and they just change the other background colors per level, but it, it looks really good. I got you. Okay. 
and here in the forest it's still pretty pretty linear and there's no uh no not in the first yeah you know many bosses or anything here in the beginning but you do get coup yeah um once again there are three levels in this world mm -hmm. just like uh grassland and the first one is just like i mean what do you just get coup in the first one yeah find and some stuff flying through forest uh pretty basic uh and he's pretty awesome so you get to test him out and see we'll see what he can do you move on to level two it's a little harder uh there's a lot of spikes in this level but again you're supposed to have that coup with you yeah and you just and, bypass them all man. exactly this uh yeah and world two two is where you'll also find uh the rainbow drop here um mm -hmm. where you use uh it's, you have to get the needle well, that wasn't area three. Oh, uh, maybe it maybe it is it uh, is but you're correct you need that needle drop mm-hmm and uh yeah only thing else for two i use the parasol and coup and the cutter a lot so <laughs> mm -hmm. now this has one of the craziest mini bosses in its levels with the umbrella the umbrella okay i call him umbrella -er. i will Fair do my enough, yeah. best a good he-man <laughs> to not sing the rihanna song for you all well and it shoots out the what's that it looks like a uh like one of those like flip-flops or something you yes. know a wooden, so okay uh, let's let's back up a minute this is a living umbrella with eyes possibly a little hat on yeah and it has on its one foot a traditional japanese sandal that it throws at you as its main attack yeah and for whatever reason i mean you eat that and shoot the star back yeah he's pretty darn easy and then mm. if you beat him you get to rescue another coup but maybe you already had a coup and this is something we didn't mention earlier oh right yeah if you already have an animal friend and there is a place to rescue an animal friend there will not be an animal in that sack no you get that little like well there's one of two things that can happen it's actually random oh yeah you can get a... okay there's either a blob in it or that black thing that's got a name and is a character. I, I, I think I'm even playable in one of them, my son said. Oh, okay. But basically one gives you health and the other one gives you something else. Uh, I only read about these things. I never encountered one, so. Uh, I, I did see it once. But like you said, mainly I read about because I, I didn't keep my animal friends with me as long as I would always like. Oh, yeah, same here. And there is a place to farm in like the level seven where oh. you can get your animal leave a room come back in and out to that's get, the only uh, time i saw this okay yeah once you've got that coup you can fly into the boss of this level and it is a giant hedgehog yeah it's uh i thought of them as pigs but apparently or porcupine you know it named neruff and nelly now i was wrong it's not just a giant one he does have some companions with him yeah, the, the screen is kind of divided into three horizontal levels uh, with two gaps in between, or uh, one gap in between, you know, each of the two uh, middle levels. And you, uh, there's a large porcupine that'll run in from one of the sides on one of the levels. And along the way are tons of little ones on different levels. And you, you inhale one of them, jump up and shoot him in the head with a star. Yeah, I found this to be a very easy boss. There seemed to be a ample ammo at all times to shoot back at. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, really not bad uh, you can always avoid him you get plenty of time to move to a different level before uh Nruff gets out and charges you so it's uh you know now i think the bombs break parts of the levels but it never seemed to affect what i was doing okay i, I yeah i never I, I i didn't spend a lot of time here to be honest with you this was all the first two levels i beat in like a half hour and i was playing i was like this game's gonna be a pushover man these two levels are but once you're done with them you move on to level three the ripple field yeah um you are now in a water world a very tropical area yeah oh yeah um 
Well, yeah, I guess it's not all water because the first two are above. You know, you're just on a like, you know, the the hub screen that shows the two doors are mm-hmm. above the water on islands, and then there's an actual underwater door for uh, I think the third one, right? Yeah. Now in that first world, there is a that fun stone Kirby area where you get to roll along a lot of guys. Oh yeah, yeah. And that I, it's just back and forth down. And it's kind of like a pachinko style thing. Right. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. A little Sonicy at points. Definitely. There are there are a few Sonicy parts of this game. I'll mention more in the future. But um, you know, the other thing is is once you're done with uh, even those top levels have a lot of water in them. This may be your first time encountering the water as Kirby. Right. You still have your water spouting ability. Yeah, a little squirt. So you can attack in the water, which is real nice. It's actually easier to attack underwater than it is above water. In a lot of ways, yeah. Um, you also see uh, one of my most hated enemies, those little... They look... I don't know what they are, like an octopus. They're stuck to the floor ceiling, and they shoot the little... Uh, I, I don't know, like uh, bolts or whatever out of them vertically. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like they're uh, they're just a pain to, to deal with, I think. Anyways... Yes. But this is the first time I remember seeing them. Okay. Now, these levels, not too tough. Your first mini-boss, though, is a little tougher. And that is um, a giant squid or jellyfish. Yeah, some kind of, yeah, squid. It hops around, shoots lightning at you. Yes. And it throws stars. Yeah, there are, there are a couple different angles it comes out at. Yeah. That, uh, they're usually pretty slow. You can inhale them and, you know, just hit them back, bust it out, and you get to free Kine. Yes, you finally get to uh, climb into the mouth of this fish, like yeah. you've always wanted to. And that mini-boss will give you the spark power. So right now, you're ready to rock and roll with that. that. And then, you know, right out, I think that later in this level, you that's the first time you'll see the your first dark room. Mm-hmm. And there's one of them you need to get into. Well, you don't need to get in there, but uh, inside is, you know, I think a one-up and some, some full health. There's like, or, isn't there one with like five stars, too? Or is oh, that yeah. just in the... Yeah, whatever. They're all there. Loot, man. You can get lots of stuff. Now, the one thing I do want to point out is how weird the eel sprites are in these levels. It's the only sprite in this game I don't like. Well, they come out of the pipes? They do, and they come out really rigidly until they hit the very top, and then they animate. Well, they look... I couldn't tell they were exactly. I, I mean, now that you say eel, it makes a lot more sense, because I thought they looked like a weird like salamander snake thing, and I was like, well, I don't know what it is, but I'm killing it. I just is the only sprite in this entire game that bothered me. I just had to get it out there. And then uh, also in next up is there in these levels, there's a big water maze of currents. Yeah, you'll see uh, there are a couple of those throughout the, the game, right? Uh, now, this is one place where stone is actually useful. Oh, because it'll stop you? And, and it'll slow you down. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then really nothing else to note before you get to the boss. Well, I mean, there's also in 3-3 three, three is where the rainbow drop is. Oh, I think yes. you need stone to get it. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, it's, there's a hidden door in this dark room in the second dark room you come to, because that's uh, the one with five stars. So you might just get the stars and roll out, but there's actually the hidden door to the rainbow drop where you use the stone. Okay. But then after that is boss time. And the boss is a giant anglerfish. Yeah, I saw this listed as sweet stuff. Okay. So uh, it looks, yeah, it looks kind of like a cross between a puffer fish and an anglerfish because mm-hmm. you do get some spikage there. You know, the squids come along, it shoots some stars. It does have that weird kind of that beam. It'll shoot out some super beams. It goes up and down. But if you just stay at the bottom, it usually doesn't mess with you, right? Those, yes. Uh, those squids are called squishies. For, oh. for some reason, I did write that down. Good to, know. Good to know, man. I didn't want to call them a bloober. That's, you know, <laughs> faux yeah. pas. Now, you know, the one thing about the anglerfish is it gives you a lot of ammo. The, yes. The stars, yeah. those, uh, the squishies. 
So this is another boss. Nothing. Not, to not it. much trouble. Yeah. But you know, so far all the bosses are, are cakewalk, man. Well, I, I feel like uh, that's about to end. <laughs> now that we've moved on to level four, the iceberg. Er, iceberger. <laughs> iceberger. It's been an iceberger, and it is an iceberg. Yeah, this uh, this world does have my one kind of. I feel like the icy floor isn't as clearly marked. You know, I'm okay. One, now, once I realized what it was, I'm like, you can tell it's there, but it's like, why couldn't they just use big ice blocks? I know you got the sprites. Like, I, I can see that. Now, the thing I noted was that the ice isn't that slippery. No, it, it's not bad. And then when you get Rick, it's nothing. So yeah, I mean, and and I noticed that even when you aren't Rick, you fly. So. Mm. Oh, right it doesn't it's not a huge problem yeah ice it doesn't carry as the annoyance it does in many other games you do uh, at least in 4-1 is where you'll start to see some collapsing floors and mm-hmm. stuff um oh but... and this is when you encounter the propellers for the first time and i hate them and their faces are disgusting <laughs> like, they do the worst they're the most disgusting thing in this game well and then there's that weird the mini bosses that blockhead dude and i love that guy he's so cute he is uh, he's cool but uh... it's a wonderful little sprite he just charges wall the wall at you, right? And you avoid him. Get some stars. I don't... Real... Yeah, I mean, I wrote uh, cute but easy. He hops yeah. and shoots rocks. At least that's all that he ever did to me. Yeah. Because he was gone in moments. <laughs> um, I think I had a an, an, an item. And even then, I was just... He's so... He has very few attacks. So I yeah. really stunlocked him and took him out. There's not much. Uh, I know in the next one, 4-2, um, this is one of... Is this the first windy level? Like, oh yeah, because I wrote wind. Ugh, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of rough uh, until you you do beat another umbrella guy to get coup, so that helps. That does. Um, and th- these windy levels, man, you really uh need to know where you're going to be going. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be taking damage from running into lots of stuff. Oh, you're flying so fast. It's like, and I mean, usually if you stay at the bottom of the screen, it kind of like the wind doesn't take you as much. So if you don't have coup, then that can help a little. But, you know, it's about trying to get to these doors without, you know, getting blasted past them. Yeah. And then uh, after that is another mini boss. It's the umbrella once again. Now, do you notice that they're any harder when you fight them a second or third time? I, I didn't really notice much difference, but. Nor did okay. I. Yeah. It- so, you know, the same same tactics on this guy. But, you know, after him, you will get coup, and you get that umbrella, and then you need that uh, for the vertical part coming up. Yeah. It makes it a, a thousand times easier. Oh, yeah. with Yes, with, with coup, for sure. Yeah. Well, and having the umbrella. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are just, you're invincible from all the crap Yeah, when you're doing down. your spin thing. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Yeah, because there's a bunch of spikes that come down and such. It is kind of a pain in the butt there. Uh, and then you have a, like a nice little hall of powers. So, you know, you can pick out whatever you want from that area. Yeah. These, um, are, these are, these are, they throw these bones to you quite often. Yeah. They're in several, uh, that's a staple from Kirby's adventure. You know, I recognize it as well. So you have all the powers, but it's like you have to have the fire one to get out of the room, I think. Oh, do you? It was can one you... of these, these places where I was like, oh, thanks for the tease, <laughs> but I really only can use one of these effectively. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of those places in the game as well. Finally, we get to a new mini boss, Mr. Frosty. Oh, yeah, the walrus dude? Yeah, so here he, in, what, 4-3? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so new to no, the series, but, but new to this game. Yeah, first first appearance in uh, the Dreamland 2. And he is a walrus man. He charges you. He throws blocks. He always seems like the easiest one to me, I think. I don't know why. Yeah. But, you know, you beat him, you get kind, and then you have these uh, underwater sections, which do have a lot of enemies, but I didn't strike me as very tough. 
Yeah, I agree. There's a bridge area towards the end, but that's about all. This level is pretty straightforward. Yeah, there is a, in one of these levels, there is a auto-scrolling area that can be a little tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think 4-4 four, four is auto-scrolling to the right, but I think that might be an air one because I know you get coup in 4-4, mm -hmm. four, four. yeah. And, you know, it's just a change of pace. There's not a lot of auto-scrolling so far, but you will see a lot more of it to come. Yeah, and this is also in 4-4, four, four, um, there's the, this is where the rainbow drop is. There's a point, you need the uh, kind and the firepower to get it. Mm. So be careful, guys. <laughs> But once you've gotten that, you can move on to the boss of this level, the Ice Dragon. Yeah, another, he's a big lizard, kind of reptile looking guy. <laughs> he, uh... This was the first boss to actually give me trouble. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's not so hard to beat him. It just takes a long, long time. Well, like, levels four, four is a little tougher. I think five is the first hard level, or, you know, more difficult. Like, you know, they're ramping it up as you're going along. In addition to, you know, there's more levels, they're harder as well. But this boss, the Ice Dragon, I would definitely say, uh, if you're playing this mobile, don't try to fight this boss while you are in a line or waiting on someone to come out of a place or in a changing <laughs> room, because you will not have time to defeat it. It takes too long. I swear, I, I started this fight, I don't know how many times. When you're hitting him with just... Uh, Nothing. Going in raw. Yeah, that's time. what... I mean, you just... He knocks, what, icicles from the ceiling that you Well, can let's inhale? start this. And here's the key. The reason this, this boss battle is so much harder than the others before it is he has a bazillion attacks. You've got... Yes. Let's start with... um. He's got a breath, a freeze breath. Yeah, it's, it comes out and, uh, you know, it's similar to the fire breath, I guess. Mm -hmm. But... Or... Yeah. I don't know, but it's freezy. You've got a stomp he does, where he'll jump up and land on the ground. Is that where icicles fall? Hit you. That or... will create icicles that then in a moment will fall and attack you. Yes. He has an ice wave that he will bring across the ground at you. So, I mean, this is a, a wide range of attacks. Yeah, I mostly just kind of flew around, avoided him until yeah. icicles, inhale one, and shoot him. The icicles are the only ones you can use to hit him with, and they happen like not as frequently as you'd like compared to the other attacks. True that. And I couldn't really figure out a way to bait him into doing it more. So I, yeah, I didn't notice any uh, correlation between behavior and attacks there. So, to me, it felt like 20, 30 seconds between, you know, icicle times. It was probably only like 10, 15, but man, yeah. it seemed like forever. And you've got to do that six times. Yeah. So, you know, just fly around, keep with it. Yeah. And eventually you will destroy the ice dragon. Stay cool. And then you can move on to level five, the Red Canyon. Yes, Red Canyon features five levels and the best music in the game. It is really good. It is a desert. It's also somewhere in this world is where I use my first continue as well. Oh, I didn't because I didn't have to continue much because I wasn't playing long enough to continue. Well, the I, I mean, that, up to this point, it was like the first three levels, you know, I was like, I was up to 14, 15 lives and it was... Partially in four, but in five were the levels where I kept like doing dumb things, and I don't know. And then once I got, we'll get there, but the boss of Red Canyon was my first big challenge of this game. Now, right off the bat, you have a uh, squid guy you got to fight. Oh, yeah, boss. yeah. Like, um, right away. Five one, yeah, you get Rick out of there. But uh, you do get Rick, so that's really nice. And then at the end of that first level, what a tease. You finally get to see the knight, the knight enemy. Oh, yeah. I was real excited. I was like, awesome. I'm getting sword. Getting sword. No, you're not. You cannot suck up this knight. It does not happen. There are a few knights that you you're might You're not going to get a sword. You're not getting none of that. Well, I think we'll talk about when we get there, but I'll, if I don't remember, I'll point out my son uh, wanted you to know that the other knights you see are the knights in Meta Knight's army. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That always show up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's very true. I yeah, I I recognize them from the first game. So I was I was very disappointed that there was no powers to steal. Indeed. Now, uh, after you are teased by that night, you get another new mini boss. Yeah, the uh, the ninja mini boss. Yeah, I just put ninja as well. Yeah. He kicks. He throws darts. He does the stomp. He has a little kind of firebomb thing. Yeah, and a teleport. It bounces. So, so for a mini boss, this guy's got a lot going on. He does, but he doesn't. He's not that hard. I didn't think. Uh, no, because he uh, throws a lot of darts. He throws two every time, and those are what you suck up to shoot. Yeah, back at him. they look kind of like cutters, but it's like after they bounce off the wall, you can inhale them and sh- and spit them back. So so you have plenty of ammo to use yeah. against him. This fight should not take long at all. There is a, what, this is where you have an auto-scrolling kind of race thing, right? Yes, and uh, you've got the fish, I think, you get real close to the beginning of this. Possibly. I just remember that this auto-scrolling was one that really gave me trouble. I'm pretty sure I died the first time a guy was on it. Well, it has like the split pass where if you choose wrong, you're just die- dead, right? It was yeah. It kind of situation. You have to go uh, the right Well, that's one. level three, and it, it, it is a multi-path one. Okay. With different animals. So you choose your animal. Oh, right. Yeah, that's and the one. And then yeah. for, then once you have your animal, you take the same path. Well, in 5-3, you have the, uh, you know, it starts with the three doors where mm-hmm. each one has either any of the animals. So you get any one you want. There's a there's a dark room right after that with a hidden door with three one-ups. Oh, nice. But yeah, that's all. Yeah, I got for 5-3. Uh, and then in the next level, you're going to have uh, lots of water jet action. Yeah. And that's when I was feeling the sonic Oh last. yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, it shoots you all around, and you're kind of you know sometimes you fight the current to kill some enemies. Um, yeah, yeah. Head throw, uh, and I mean even the next one five five. You're in a cave, but you get a vertically auto scrolling thing. Now, when do you fight that next mini boss? Um, and which well, I don't the spiky guy. Oh, I, I don't have a spike I ball. I don't have that one written. Well, I wrote that you fight a mini boss. He's a spike ball. He charges you and shoots spikes. Oh, that, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, I I just don't have it written on where, sorry. Well, he's not too hard, according to my notes. No, yeah, well, it's like you, you jump over the spikes, they bounce off the wall, you can inhale them and spit them at him. That's right, he is a bomb with spikes on him. Yeah. And, and he tries to shoot the spikes at you. Now, what you want to do is wait for those spikes to be off of him, and then you can suck them up, and then you can shoot them back at him. Yeah, he... Uh... The, the only thing that I think is kind of frustrating is like, if you're like me, sometimes you'll get it, but you don't, if you don't attack him with your star, if you don't spit it out in time before he gets his spikes back up, it won't hurt him. Right. Or it, so if you're waiting for the next time and you shoot it and he's already shot his spikes, the spikes will also intercept your star. So just be careful when you're shooting. Now, when you beat him, you get the fish again. Okay. Okay. And you do not want to lose this fish. Well, and uh, I know here in... At least in 5-5 five, five is also where uh, you will find your fifth rainbow drop, and well, you will need the spark to get there. Yeah, and that's why you want to have the fish. Not only for the spark, but because that 5-5 five, five is the vertical auto-scrolling level, mm-hmm. and having the fish makes it a thousand times easier. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, if you can get through there, you're on to your next boss, returning favorite. Oh, yeah. I think our favorite from the yes, uh, last Kirby game we it's played. my favorite boss in this game as well. Uh, Mr. Shine and Mr. Bright. Now, which do you think is which? Um, I thought the Bright was the sun. Okay. I mean... That's uh, what what we kind of also decided on, but it's never really stated. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never really thought about it, but yeah, it makes sense. Uh, you know, you've got... They tag team you. They both have separate life meters. Yeah, uh, you and they sun have... Sun and the moon. All their old attacks are back. Yeah, you know, um, uh, you have... Plus uh, one exciting new one. 
But yeah, let's go over the old ones real quick. Yeah, you have uh, Shine has, he kind of throws cutters at you mm-hmm. while the sun floats around and will shoot uh, sunbeams down on you, kind of raining them on you. Yes. And uh, when they switch and it's Mr. Bright, he has like a fireball thing he does while the moon kind of calls, he shoots stars down from the sky. Now, their new attack is so awesome and I love it so much. Yeah, they have a sweet combo, uh, combo double attack. Clip. It's their combo eclipse attack. Yeah, yeah. And basically, one moves, you know, behind the other and causes an eclipse. You know, they kind of spin around in, in the center of the, the screen. And it's like, basically, wherever the moon is, will cast this shadow that you have a, a, a couple seconds to get to before anywhere that's illuminated, you will get hit. Yeah, so you have to be in the path of the eclipse to be safe. It's a it, super cool mechanic. It is. It's a really neat, uh, really neat idea and fun to play. Um, I did have some trouble here, but it was just I didn't care because I was having fun losing. Even uh, yeah, it's like they took a boss that we already loved, and then they added one more, even cooler attack for him. Like, how can you go wrong? It's it's great. Kudos, kudos to Hal. Yes, indeed. Now you defeat those two, and you move on to level six, Cloudy Park. Yeah, although is, you are around a volcano. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really a volcano level yeah. with clouds around it. It's interesting, uh, but uh, whatever you want to focus on, it's uh... and it's cool. You start out in like in a little palace kind of area. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got a lot of like a Greek or Roman feel, you know, like maybe Mount Vesuvius pillars. And this is where the backgrounds really start blowing my mind. Oh yeah, they're so layered. Like there's many pedestals and and pillars in the background. Like I've just never seen the game boy ever do backgrounds quite Uh, like this yeah they push it they really do um you do see this is the first part where you'll be running on vanishing cloud floors uh they're kind of a pain but Mm -hmm. i mean you can fly so exactly i I, almost every level it's like i'm always playing i'm like how am i supposed to oh yeah fly well who cares like (laughs) i always forget that it's there just press up yeah yeah and you know you'll get through that first couple of levels and you'll get to your first mini boss it's that umbrella dude umbrella's back and you'll get kind from him yeah yeah coup or coup sorry yes you get coup the owl from him oh no uh, you know there are some of these that give you random ones oh really because i wrote down kind because i was like who wants him oh i got coup okay well because you would want him right because there's a vertical air section yeah because my next quote is very handy though for the (laughs) next few areas (laughs) yep Oh, well, bummer for you, because that fish would not be useful at all. No, I, that's why I put a question mark, because I was like, who, what, are they punking me? <laughs> Apparently, so Apparently joke, jokes on Nick. Oh, and uh, level three is where you get to see those new next two knights, the other knights from the uh, mm. Meta Knights army, the flail one, and um, yep, yep. the axe guy. Then uh, there is a, well, in, I think in 6-2, there's a windy section, but... Oh, and I wrote that I hate this wind part. It was so rough. Well, there is the, the rainbow drop is in 6-2. Yeah, but then in six three is where you get the circular one where oh, you're yeah. going around like there's it's got like three levels where you have to sh- each time you pass by you're trying to break some blocks to get into the and the it's really center. funny because the wind that shoots you up will shoot you up even if you're in rock form. Yeah, it's it's a cool it's a fun little room and it's not not too terrible. I just use if you have fireball you can just blast through the the breakable parts right right away and, mm. and skip right through and then once you're inside you try to get one of the powers. I, You'll get it. It's fun. Fun little room. It is. And then also soon here, you're going to encounter a new enemy that's kind of creepy and a little annoying. And those are the mummy balls. They are. Okay. I was like, are these mummies? Are these like mummy Kirby's? Yeah. I don't know. But you cannot inhale them. No. So yeah. Stay away. And this is where, yeah, you'll see that needle mini boss in here as well. Mm. And uh, 
it's that spiky guy again, but you were rewarded. I was rewarded with the fish. Okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. write down what I got here, but... Uh... Now, also in that level, you uh, encounter the Moai heads. Oh, yeah, yeah. We the saw them time. earlier, too, at some point, where they just kind of teleport in and start uh, coming after you. Yeah, I just have to point out Moai heads. They're back. Why? In another another game from the 80s, of course. Or 90s. Moai heads, clowns, ninjas, they're all up. Yeah. Then after that, after you uh, get your, your little pet, you have an auto-scrolling level. And now it's at, like at an angle, and this one is full of spikes. So I also died here. Yeah, yeah, because you're, you're just trying time. to float your way through and dodge all the obstacles. It can be tough, especially if you don't have a full life meter. If you had the right animal, it could be simple as pie. I did not, so it was definitely hard. And then you have in the fifth one, or in the next area, the fully breakable cloud zone. Yeah. Where literally the entire level is destructible yeah you just kind of destroy your way upwards it's like a left and right and up yeah you're basically zigzagging all the way back up through the level to the top and to the right yeah just like inhaling blocks to get them out of the way is Mm -hmm. that the yeah yeah and then there's just but every one you stand on is one of those dissolving cloud blocks Mm. oh so the entire level could be dissolved and in fact i did watch a playthrough where the guy uh for the heck of it just went got them all got every block nice all right, cool. It was very cathartic to watch, actually. <laughs> yeah, so then you have another really awful wind zone. Yep. And I think that's my least favorite gameplay in this game. Where it's like the overland wind, where you're blowing yeah. over just super fast. Man, the things go by so quick that I just got to the end, and I was like, you got to kind of backtrack a little to get to the door, especially if you have if you have to get coup or whatever it takes mm-hmm. to be able to just barely get there. And I didn't, I felt like I was like, there's something to explore here, but I'm not doing it. I'm too lazy. No, but then next up, you're in an area where you have a, a choice of five doors to go through. Yeah. And then uh, on the far right, it's full of mummies. On the far left, full of propellers. I, of course, made all the wrong decisions. Yeah. No, I I've, I saw all five of them. It's uh... Uh, The second from the left is full of health. And then I don't know what the other ones, because I was... I finally found the right one, which is the middle one. I, it was nothing too crazy. I, I, I remember I was happy I got the health. There may be a one-up or something. You exit that middle door. That's the exit of the level. And then next up, you have the mini-boss, the Jelly Squid. Yeah, I mean, we, we've dealt with him before. We know what we're up against. And I got Rick when I defeated him. Did you? Um, no, I, I didn't write down who I got, to be honest with you. Well, next up is more wind. Yeah, this Now is inside a, big... a cloud maze. Yeah, this is a... I mean, I didn't think it was super hard. Uh, no, it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. And then you're onto a water maze. Yeah, underwater. A lot of, lot of moving currents in yeah. these levels. Yeah, well, and upwardly, I noticed in certain points, like where I was like, a lot of currents going up, you're trying to fight those. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down, what is going on? It's uh, <laughs> nothing too terrible. And then that final part, yeah, you're flying up, like, wicked fast. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Like, you, you really have to know everything that you want to do if it's not just get to the top. It's borderline, yeah, if you're trying to get the other, I don't know, borderline, like, required memorization. But once you have made it through that terrifying uh, vertical ascent, you are now facing the final door, the boss door. Yep, yep, yep. And you go into the boss room, and it seems familiar, yet a little strange. Oh, yeah, it's a familiar face. Uh... There's a little eyeball pops out of the bottom of the clouds. Yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? Squirms up. Squirms around, but, you know, it doesn't take too long before you realize it's an old familiar foe. Yeah, yeah, it, it and shoots a uh, little eyeballs out of you know it pops up from floor you you inhale them and shoot them back and then eventually reveals a second form which you'll recognize as cracko cracko the evil cloud covered eyeball yeah and he uh 
once he reveals his true form, he kind of flies around. That has like beam powers, you know. Mm -hmm. He's shooting beams around in different angles, but they're pretty easy to avoid. I thought. Uh, yeah, and um, he also shoots out little ball-like guys. Yeah, I don't know what they are. I thought of them as like eyeball kind mm -hmm. of looking things, and that's what you know. That's your ammo that you use to fight back. And I did notice he felt like he took a lot of hits. He does feel pretty tough, but, man, after, I don't know, after Mr. Shine and Mr. Bright, I felt like this, he was way easier. Yeah, so. he doesn't, he's not hard to defeat, just takes a long time. I can see that, yeah. It's a war of attrition, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hey, you've defeated him, hopefully, before. I sure do hope so. And now you defeat him again. And since you've defeated him, you can move on to the seventh and final level, the Dark Castle. This level looks so cool. Dun, dun, dun. Also, very sweet music here. Mm -hmm. um, you have seven different little levels. Seven. I mean, quite a variety of different threats. I mean, you start off, you have like some collapsing bridge stuff in the first level. Yeah, and you're on these, uh, it's an auto-scrolling level, and mm -hmm. it's a really nice bridge. It looks really cool. It does, and, uh, you know, it's nothing too fancy. You get there, there's the fireball boss guy again, you mm -hmm. know? That's weird sparky guy. Ooh. Take him down. Uh, level two is a maze kind of level. Yeah, you kind of you like fall down to a watery cave-ish mm -hmm. area, right? Yeah. And then uh, that's also where you fight mini-boss, the squid. Yeah, you'll notice, uh, you know, all of these levels have like the, one of the mini-bosses right at the end, you yeah. know, in order, kind mm -hmm. of. So, yeah, this is where you get your squid. 7-3, um, you're back outside now. Uh, there's a bunch of the stonehead guys again. Yeah, and there's so many enemies in this level. This like, is definitely one where I was like, I'm just getting by. I'm not. I'm not messing with this. Yeah, do like, not engage. There's just too much going on. It is. It's. Uh, you get inside, and then it's auto scrolling. Um, it's definitely a level if you can. You fireballing past stuff is very attractive here. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, you will be fighting Mr. Frosty again. He's back. Now the fourth level. Uh, I have it written down as the moving bridge. Yeah, and you're heading left here. Which yeah, is a little backwards, a little weird. Nice little touch though. I like it. Mix it up. Uh, Inside, again, auto-scrolling, but again to the left, and at the end, you have a ninja mini-boss. Yeah, same as before. So, you, you know, just pick up those those daggers and spit them right back at them. You know how to deal with this guy. Because you do, you can move on to the next one, which is a water zone. You do have a little hall of powers here, mm -hmm. uh, again, so it's a good way to pick what you want. Uh, and this is another, this is a random pet spot, too, then. I oh, think. okay, yeah, yeah. I know there's uh this is you get those collapsing floors or right over the spikes and uh and then at the end of this one the mini boss is the blockhead guy is that really his name I, I always call him that and I don't know why or if that's just the common assumption I'm sure my son will let me know chastise me later well update yes yes now uh, if you defeat the block guy you get to move on to the horrible wind level yeah level this six. one sucks man they were, yeah back outside windy uh, to the left again and um, then when you're done with the wind. You're in an auto-scrolling maze area. This oh, level yeah, is all yeah. about like a sucky movement. And this this has the heart. This is where you get your last uh, rainbow drop. And this one is the where you have that little vertical yeah. area where it's like well, you have to get all these different powers in the right order to oh. break these blocks to get through to the right room to finally get the rainbow drop. Well, when you're in that auto-scrolling maze area, if you don't take the right path, you will die. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. listen up, people. You want to go up, down, up, down. Okay. <laughs> that is the path. Yeah, this is where, I mean, I was burning. You have infinite continues, right? Because I never ran it. I was yeah, doing I it a so. lot at this point. You only get two men per life, so. It's kind of hard to, to build up your reserve at this point. Yeah. That was all downhill after round five for me. But And then at the end of this area, the mini boss is that spiked ball creature. Yes. And then off to level seven. You're almost done. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I misspoke. This is the level with the rainbow drop. I My notes were weird flowing. Sorry. All right. Well, in this level, I wrote up, up, up. Yep. And there's, there's like the dark room and then... Uh, there's a door through the path to the rainbow drop where here's where you do the chain of different powers to gotcha. get through. Yeah. Well, there's so many gauntlets of dudes. Like you go through a door and it's like all one type of enemy. Yeah. You go through that door and it's all another type of enemy. I mean, you are really just being thrown at many, many waves of guys. Yep. Yep. Um, but you can do it and uh, they are helmed or led by an umbrella mini boss. That and I love watching him kick that shoe. So it's totally worth it. <laughs> you know, he's fairly easy. Spit that shoe right back at him. And you have cleared all of the levels in level seven. That's right. And now you must face off with the one and only, the evil King DDD. Man, and he's a little eviler than normal. Uh, he was really hard. I thought this was, uh, I thought he was harder than the final boss, actually. Okay. At least, okay. I only died more here for sure. <laughs> I don't know what, what my problem was, but, you know, you have, he's a large sprite, you know, and mm -hmm. he kind of does his little does jumps. His, his classic King DDD moves. Yeah, he's got his hammer. Yeah. Right. And, uh, um, he, you know, he, it's when he jumps and then the two stars come out. That's where you can fight him back. Uh, I don't know if there's a good good power you can use against him, but uh, I know there's a point where he gets, you know, he, he heats up and gets angry. He starts, like, smoking, shooting stars and stuff. And yeah, and that's when he gets, like, hardcore. He'll rush you. And... I just you just avoid him. Oh, yeah, because he will away. tear you up. But, yeah, I lost a lot of lives here, but he's totally doable. Yeah. If you defeat him without getting all of the rainbow drops... Yeah, then, yeah, I didn't. Did you do this or no? I okay. did watch it though. Oh, okay. Because I was like, well, what happens? Uh, what happens is you get like a real basic ending. It says the end question mark, but mm. you do get a credits where it shows all of the enemies and their names. Okay, so you get something. That's cool. And at least they named all the enemies there. Yeah, yeah. That's the where. That's where you go. That's where you go to find out. Now, let's say you did get all of the rainbow drops. Yes. Once you have defeated. King DDD knocked him down to his last bit of health. He will collapse, and then out of him will come a dark energy kind of spirit form. It, I think it looked like an ink ghost kind of. It looked really, it's really yeah. well animated and looks creepy and cool. I was like, whoa! It was like it rises up out of his body and flies upward, and I was like, it whoa. definitely has that kind of Japanese uh, spirit kind of feel. Sure, and it is awesome. But the coolest part is not that spirit flying up. It's what happens after you summon all of the rainbow drops. Yeah, they've what joined, they've merged together and formed this like awesome long sword, rainbow sword. It, it's a lot bigger than I thought it would be when I was like, whoa, all right. It Kirby's looks, getting serious, man. <laughs> it looks so badass. I like it. It's better it's better than the wand. I give it points for that from uh, Kirby's adventure. And then boom, you take to the skies. You're going after this dark matter. Taking them down. Now the fight is on against a beautiful dark starry background sure and uh this ghost he looks like a ghost now with like a mask and a cloak and... so actually i'm sorry i don't know what any of this looks like to you because at this point I'm, I'm playing on super game boy oh it's full color here uh i mean it's partial color okay so oh right just the endings full color yeah, yeah this was just yeah it was uh i mean it looked looked fine looked good in black and white i thought um classy as well and now in his first form you know he does kind of a dash attack a lot yeah and will shoot at you well, he has a sword too. Yeah, he yeah. shoots these little balls out and they kind of, uh, you want to bounce them back yeah, with you your get, sword. You old know? school Zelda style. Yeah. But yeah. this first form, not very hard. No, no. Um, yeah, you just keep really bouncing him back as your best. You're just avoiding him damage when you can. But once you've knocked all the damage off of this first form, of course, you've got the final form. 
Yeah, he's like the eye. Yeah, he's like a blobbish kind of eye with these weird things around it. Yeah, he like follows you around, shoots these like dark beams, he'll charge, he has like a black lightning power. So many different attacks, it's insane. Yeah, but you're just like, you're just hitting him with the sword pretty much. Uh, yeah, you just gotta wait for the right time. I mean, that's the key, is you pay attention to the different attacks. You know, I found the nice pattern was after the, the big beam, to yeah. swoop in and try to get one off at that point yeah it's just you know you duck in when you can get out play it play it safe and defensive and it really isn't that bad like i said i died more at king ddd and he's even doing stuff i'd already seen so <laughs> now you get that final hit on dark matter and poof it is gone yeah it explodes and it's a nice looking explosion yeah and, and then uh, from space kirby starts to fall back in yeah, and then it shows like some animals down. You see a little falling star, but it's everyone, Kirby. Everyone watches him fall back to Earth. Yeah, the hero. And he fall. He's not falling. He's screaming in with that sword oh, in yeah. hand. Yeah, he's flying in. Yeah, looking looks, like a total badass. It is. It's way cooler than I, I you would think Kirby can be. <laughs> you know, that's that's the key to these games. That Kirby's really won me over. Yeah, you yeah. do so much more badass stuff with this little pink puffball than you yeah. would ever imagine. I, yeah, I uh, I dismissed him in my folly of youth. Now, as you fly back to Earth, you get nice long credits for mm-hmm. all the people that worked on the game. Yep. And then, by the way, this was when it was in full color for me because there's a rainbow coming out of him as he's yeah, flying along. Yeah, and that yeah. is a rainbow. Yeah. So it was pretty nice. No, I, I did think it was funny where it stands him, you know, it shows him stand there within the rainbow shoots out of the sword and I'm like, it's just black and white. So it's just three shades of gray. But. That's right. <laughs> and in the very end, he stands there. You get to see that beautiful rainbow across the sky with a final, the end. Looks nice. So, uh, what, uh, what, do you know what percentage you got or did you oh, have to go look? I didn't get very good. I would, I just remembered to look this time, which I didn't before, but, uh, okay. Let me, let me clarify. Um, before the end where I had to go back and get like two more stars. That's the last time I checked and I was at 80%. So that's me having beaten most uh, all the way up to the final boss in, in the level. So I feel like I was probably low 80s. Now there is one thing we didn't mention at all. And that is there is a special bonus game. If you go back and f- try to refight any of the bosses of the game. I never did that actually. Now that is a weird game where they will, you have to avoid what they're throwing at you and then eat certain things. Kind of like the mini game in the the second one. Okay, but those are required for the one hundred percent. I gotcha. Okay, so. I was just proud of remem- myself for remembering, anyways. <laughs> well, congratulations. Well, Nick, here we are in the review portion of our show, and as always, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System across four categories, with each category having a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Would you give this bad boy? I gave it a 5.0. Oh, wow, okay. Um, I just gave it a 3, but uh, that's, uh, I, I think it's really good. Like, uh, I mean, I don't... This is the best you can get on the Game Boy. I mean, What I more think, could you get on the system? Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I mean, the graphics are... I mean, they're all very clear and well animated. I like that, but there's not a lot of detail on anything, really, you know? But Could there be more? Uh, I mean, I guess for... I don't know. I mean, I've seen, you know, like the bosses, everything's very simple and, you know, and I don't think that's a bad thing, but uh, I just don't think of it as, it just didn't strike me as like awesome. Like, I don't know. When I think of graphics, I think more like, like some kind of 
shooters. I don't know. To me, all of the sprites were, while simple, very succinct. They got exactly the point across, and they're all well animated. Mm -hmm. And nothing ever uh, stepped on anything else. It didn't look out of place in its backgrounds or when it was next to or near another sprite. And that's right. something that, that can't happen often on the, on the Game Boy with only its four colors. That's true. Yeah, and uh, I mean... And as far as sound goes, these songs are great. I, yeah, I like the... Several of the songs are, are really good. Um, I mean, there's admittedly only like 10 of them, but they don't ever get that boring because you're subbing in and out up to your, you know, creatures and back and forth. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just think uh, also with the sprites, they all look good, but there's not like a huge variety. But it, there's just enough to where you don't feel, it doesn't feel too repetitive. True. And for me, the way that Kirby used his powers, I was really impressed at how, you know, how things looked on such a small screen. Even the spikes, like getting such a multitude of spikes uh, crammed into such a low resolution. Oh, right. For the amazing. needle, needle mm -hmm. powers. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have play control, Nick. And uh, I gave it a 3.0. Um, I also did. Uh, I think that you can, much like in the previous ones, you can do a lot with the, the very few buttons you have. And I don't know. Um, I felt like it was a little easier to control than the NES one. My, I mean, okay. And I, I wasn't doing as many accidental uh, puff outs and that kind of stuff. See, I found myself having trouble with the same, with that more so. Like certain areas where I was like, I kept accidentally in, inflating um, in just a few areas. But I think that's more on me than the game. So, you know, but I, I feel like, you know, even, even if that is, you still get so much variety that you know, it all works out. Yeah. And you're never at a loss to, as to how to use your power. It's pretty self-explanatory, and the controls are never too weird once you have that new thing. I think that, yeah, yeah. you know, for for almost every part except for the wind sections, uh, you can do exactly what they ex expect you to the first time when you get to a new area. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, very uh, self-evident. Well, Nick, what did you rate the challenge factor of this game? I gave it a 2.0. I'm going to give it a 2.5. I mean, I think there's definitely hard parts, but, I mean... There's infinite continues, and, and and with Kirby, you can always just fly past almost. You can skip anything that's really giving you trouble yeah, outside of a boss. And many boss. But, you know, and I would agree with you on every point. And then I would even add that if you're really having a hard time, you can go back and farm for lives at the earlier levels. Yeah, or and you can, you know, if you know where to look, there are certain levels where you can just get powers right at the beginning and then hop back out to arm yourself appropriately. Well, our final category is theme and fun. How did you rate it, Nick? Um, I give it a 3.5. Um, I think it's a lot of fun, if pretty formulaic in certain ways, Like, uh, but I, I really enjoyed it. I gave it a 4.0 for the same reasons. I thought it was a step up from the Nintendo one. While you didn't have as many powers, and to me, that's normally a, a negative to me. I, I would love lots of different powers. Yeah. The combo thing was a was a cool new addition arguably i mean you get more powers because you're getting eight per for yourself and per thing but i feel like the ones that they were they did feel more varied in the the nes one kind of right. you know but um still i really enjoyed it here uh there's a, a lot of stuff to mess around and do and just enough to uh you know go back and look for i, I mean a lot of this game i kind of felt like i was on like half autopilot up until the last couple levels you're mm -hmm. just kind of like I knew, I was like, I'm beating this level. I'm not worried about getting it done, but that is right. not a bad thing. It's just a fun game to just, you know, kind of breeze your way through till the end. I can totally see that. So, Nick, should you play this game? 
You darn tootin' you should. I think this might be one of the top three Game Boy games. I I mean, I'm not as familiar as you are with the Game Boy uh, library, but as far as Kirby games go, I think I still think I might prefer the first or the NES one slightly, but I, I don't know. Um, this one's really good, and uh, it surprised me with uh, how much it brought to the table for being a portable game. Yeah, well, most of the games that people would consider to be on par or better, to me, they have such large sprites that you really have a diminished play field. And this yeah. is one of the few Game Boy games where you have the same play space, it feels like, as on a Nintendo. You know, it's not like you are missing out because you're on the smaller screen. Right, and that's that's a very important thing to adapting to, uh, you know, the Game Boy. Yeah, so, you know, if you need a Kirby game that's on the go, this is total, total recommendation. Next week's game will be Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. So, find a copy of this game, grab a controller, and play along any way you can, friends. And remember, if there's anything we forgot, uh, or you just want to get a hold of us and say hi, um, feel free to email us at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you in the future. And once again, it is time for the oldest of podcasting traditions. Please, like the show on Facebook at Cartridge Command. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcasting app you use. Yeah. Please give us a five-star review. Apparently that does something good for us. I like stars. We love stars, and so does Kirby. Don't forget to tweet at us at Cart Command on the Twitterverse. And feel free to stop by our Patreon page at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is you, the patrons, that make this show possible, and we thank you from the bottom of our sometimes warm but sometimes cold <laughs> hearts and as always cartridge commandos game on nice yeah, it is.